0: All right, let's go. Sunday pour, week one NFL show, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame induction show. It's, um, you'll be hearing us on Friday for the purposes of, of our picks. We are recording on Wednesday, but well, this show will be released on Friday. Uh, we have Ant for one more day before he goes uh, on vacation. Ant, how's it going, my man? You excited? You ready to get on the plane? And uh get some sunshine.
1: Uh never ready to get on a plane, never ready to deal with the hassle of traveling. I hate it. <laughs> All day I've just wanted to cancel the entire trip. But uh I'm in too deep, so I'll I'll be there bright and early tomorrow.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, lot just last minute shit just is be just you're going through your mind like it would just be easier just to stay home. <laughs> oh,
1: so much easier. Yeah, it's so much easier just to not do stuff than actually do it.
0: <laughs> make it make a little staycation. But then you have to, yeah. say, you have to say staycation and uh, you get beat up for something like that. So, yeah, we don't want that. True. Uh, yeah, fitting day today. It was uh, Derek Jeter was inducted into the Hall of Fame today, uh, along with Larry Walker, Ted Simmons, and uh, uh, union guy. Yeah, that whole like Donald Marvin Feer. Miller
1: was that his name?
0: Yeah, Marvin Miller. Donald Fear inducted him, and as a kid of the '90s, like I see Donald Fear, and he was the voice of the Players Union, or the head of the Players Union, I guess, or representative of the Players Union. I'm sure wasn't you know the head as a player usually, but uh, so I don't want to see that guy at all, and then let alone on the biggest, uh, most prestigious stage of the game, you know, ex- accepting. Marvin Miller's entry into Hall of Fame. I mean, I don't need all that kind of business shit. Uh, yeah, that, that should be a separate ceremony as far as I'm concerned. Although uh, most players had a lot of good things to say about Marvin Miller because he did do great things uh, for their end of the bargain. You know, players make all kinds of money now, and they'll start with him, I guess. So, But, I mean, I don't need to do that business shit.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know the other, the other two guys who went in other than Walker. Well,
0: well, Ted Simmons. Let me tell you, he was great. He was a catcher in the '70s. He he gave a great speech. He was like, "Oh, this guy should be on a TV show." He had like the long, flowing hair. He seemed like um, like an intellectual that just had a like intellectual that probably doesn't have probably has a problem with authority. Probably smokes a little pot. I think he ended by saying like. I think he quoted the Beatles. I think he quoted John Lennon to end his speech. Um
1: I Am the Walrus.
0: That's not <laughs> I think that's how he started the speech was I Am the Walrus. <sighs> um but he was he was great. He was eloquent, uh just a very cool guy. Also, the only guy to shout out John Hamm on um, the Dais there, which is pretty cool.
1: <laughs> wow, how did you, oh was Saint was St. Louis he played for? I, is that
0: uh, I guess it was one of the teams, and I guess he had met I guess he knew John Hamm's father or something, and John Hamm kind of brokered the reunion. I didn't see him in the audience. It was a, I mean, Michael Jordan. Pat, Michael Jordan. That's all you got to say. Michael Jordan was there, but Patrick right. Ewing was there. Cece was there. Ahmad Rashad was there.
1: Ahmad Rashad. I saw that. That was wild. I I spotted him even with the shades on.
0: Yeah, he's behind. He's behind Hannah Jeter. Like
1: he's also wearing purple, I think too. Then he played for the Vikings.
0: Yeah, he did play with the Vikings. Yeah, he's ready for it's his, color. He's it's ready. his color He's uh, red collar. But it was that was I was happy I watched Ted Simmons because now I have a new appreciation for a ball player that, you know, as a as somebody who loves history of baseball, here's a guy I had no familiarity with, and I have new appreciation for him. So, uh, and then Larry Walker, I mean, that guy's just a guy you'd have a beer with, and uh, you wouldn't even know that he was a Hall of Famer or a ball player or any kind of success story. Um, but he, you know a very Larry Walker type speech. Uh, And then the star of the show was Derek got up there and gave like the perfect Jeter speech, you know, ribbed the, the one guy who didn't vote for him talked about, (laughs) you know, his job was winning and that's all he did was win. Um, Just a a complete class act is a guy that you don't hear say, you know, five words in the past six, seven years. And now here he is. Uh, Kind of nailing, nailing on on the biggest stage he's been on in a long time.
1: Yeah, nailed it. Expected nothing less. I I watched. I didn't watch it in real time. Uh, I watched it when I got home from work. It was already up on YouTube. Uh, Yeah, I expected nothing less. Crushed it. Just uh, perfect.
0: Exactly Uh, what I expected. Bernie was there. Tino was there. Um, Who else am I missing? Was Gerald Williams there? No, he shouted Gerald Williams out. I don't remember. I don't remember. Tino
1: was there, I think.
0: Posada was there. Obviously, Tori was there. Moe was there the, on the Hall of Fame uh, stage. Uh, Bernie, did you know Bernie played the national anthem on his guitar?
1: Yes, I, I watched that on he, Twitter.
0: And he played with a guy named Richie Cannata, Long Island's own Richie Cannata, who yep. uh, plays with Billy Joel occasionally, does the sax on New York State of Mind and a few other tunes. Oh, yeah, awesome. From time to time, yeah. Was, awesome. one time seeing Bernie there. I had great seats to a Billy Joel concert once at the Garden, and Billy brought him out. I think I, probably a couple of songs, but New York State of Mind was one of them. And, uh, like, one of the period seats resting in his game. I was like, yo, Richie. Like, I knew him. And he turned around. Yeah. I think he kind of expected to, to, for me to be somebody he knew, and he was surprised that it wasn't. And he kind of gave me, like, the respectful, like, what's up? I got back to playing. That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha.
0: But yeah,
1: he, he gave you the old. Uh, yeah, he gave you the re- respect. Like, ah, shit, I don't know you, but I'll give you a little.
0: nod. Nah, I mean, you're at a Billy Joel concert. I'm sure seven people in the in the venue know who Richie Cannata is. So yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bud Seeley was there. Did not get booed. Was a little disappointed. Did not get booed. Okay. I think Pedro. Or they're
1: probably longing. They're probably longing for the days of Bud Sealing. Yeah,
0: seriously. I think Pedro got a smattering of booze. I think I couldn't really tell.
1: Page up as they had to introduce every Hall of Famer that was yeah. on stage.
0: Yeah. And Rob Manfred got the loudest booze that uh, anybody got. Oh, he
1: did. Okay, I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, he
0: That's got. Great. And he just kind of shook it off and went to his seat and laughed it off. So that was it. That was the day. Uh... You know, we're not gonna nothing. Not, nothing we can wax poetic about Jiro. We haven't said before, uh, but very cool to uh see him in Shrine today. I didn't think I was gonna be like I wanted to go, but I thought being like a Wednesday middle of the day, I didn't think I was gonna be like that into it. But I was pretty pumped up for the whole thing. That was cool. Good, good stuff. From, uh, I saw
1: Wade I Boggs try. up there. He's like he's like transitioning into Lebowski.
0: Yeah, Boggs has a great look. He's got a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe his hair, but it is wild. Just very big and you know, like kind of slicked back, but it's not really slicked back because it's too much to be like complete Gordon Gecko. Yeah. Like but he pop- looks
1: cl- he looks closer to like forget about baseball hall of famer. He looks closer to like average drunk at your dive bar, local dive bar.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's he
1: might be both. He might be both.
0: He is uh yeah, he fits the bill.
1: Shades, he got the shades on. Yep.
0: the The only guy who looked cooler was Robin Yao. I did not
1: see Yao. Wow,
0: oh, he looked very cool. Yeah, he had like the he had like the ponytail, but like you know, not a man bun. Maybe he was, but it, I didn't. I didn't consider a man bun. Whenever it was, it looked very cool on Yao. Shades. You
1: know. on uh, a stash still.
0: He was. Was there a stash, or was he like kind of? Five o'clock shadowy. He had some sort of facial hair. I don't know if it was a full stash with five o'clock shadow or just like the five o'clock shadow look. Uh, yeah, very cool. And I got to give Raleigh Fingers a lot of credit. That guy stuck with that mustache for a long time. You figure you, have, if your signature look is facial hair, at some point you got to have a phase where it's gone. It shows up everywhere. He's got the, he's got the Raleigh Fingers mustache yeah once you
1: lose the shit once you lose the stash as you think it makes you look younger out of nowhere once you, you think it's an advantage
0: not right i think no i don't think so i think riley fingers could, it guy. could
1: go it could backfire and make you look just Sick. weirder
0: yeah yeah Look like there's something like wow what's wrong with riley like oh no right like, no I did, for him i think he's guy i think he's married to it i mean obviously this long but I'm just surprised that he's stuck with it for this. Like, it's pain in the ass maintaining facial hair. That's stellar.
1: Yeah, it's a good point. I saw a highlight they were showing. I think it was the 911 home run by Piazza. Yeah, and this Ventura greeting him at home plate, and they both had goatees.
0: Oh wow! And I yeah. was
1: like, wow, man. It's like, I'm pretty sure goatees were out of style back in oh. 2001, and, like, here we are in 2021, people still trying to rock them. I think we got to abolish the goatee
0: well, who before had a go- we move in. If we're
1: going to progress, if we're going to make progress in society.
0: Who had, who had a goatee that you saw?
1: I don't know. I'm just talking in general. I oh, just happened right. to see that highlight. I was like, wow, goatees. I was like, yeah, I remember those in the 90s. No,
0: people forego the goatees. Now It's everybody's just full, got the full beard gone.
1: I know, but there are still some people that are just hell bent on the goatee. Yeah,
0: you can't do the
1: goatee anymore. I
0: think it's you're right about that. Well, does Larry Walker have a goatee? He doesn't count. He's Canadian. He doesn't count. I think it's just yeah. A, yeah. I, it's I guess a, if you're Canadian, you, get you might just have like of, a, you might just have like the chin area bearded. He yeah. looked
1: different. I not mean, he's like, older. Everyone's going to look different, but he did look a little.
0: Different. He's not wearing. He's not wearing a hat. A little bigger. Yeah. He's a big okay. dude. He's like six five. He's a big dude. Oh yeah, huge. Big guy. Um, just the goatee's got it. It's it's not a good look. Yeah, I wouldn't say if you're and if you're bald, just but the piazza. Yeah, I feel like the bald guys feel like they have to do something with the facial hair though.
1: Kinda like uh, yeah. I could see that I guess. Yeah. It does go it does go hand in hand with bald guys.
0: But then I feel
1: like you get, you get put into a category that you may or may not want to like stone cold. Like he's the guy who like, he's the signature. You see a bald guy with a goatee. It's like, Oh, stone cold. But then after that, it's like, I don't know. (laughs) It's a rough crowd to be a part of, you know, you get put into a a stereotype.
0: Bikers that are, that are, if you're the stone cold looking guy, you're probably in a biker gang or club or something, right? You're not. You're not a guy that we have any right judging uh, their facial hair. This is not. I think, you just go
1: all, I think you should just go all in on the beard, though.
0: This is not, but well, let's just be clear. This is not directed at anybody that can kick our ass or nope. would have us murder. No, this is directed at everybody else. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad we're on the same page there. But th- those goatees from Ventura. Or on Ventura and Piazza. That's like the quintessential mid-90s goatee. That's like the Ben Affleck goatee. Uh, who else had like a classic goatee back then? A Denzel
1: lot. had one in training day.
0: That doesn't count. Denzel is, definitely does not count.
1: Well, he had one.
0: Yeah, no, but I'm but saying... Everyone, like he, everyone had one. But, yeah, but he could rock it, though. Like People who couldn't rock it were rocking it. There's a lot of... And those are the ones who ruined it. Because like Robert Downey Jr. has a goatee now, but he's got like a cool goatee and he can do it because he's Robert Downey Jr.
1: Chandler on Friends. Did he ever have a goatee? I could see him ruining a uh, Matthew Perry. Prime oh. candidate to ruin, to ruin something. <laughs> I'm just thinking of 90s.
0: I probably famous did. 90s I, guys. I could, I could picture him with a goatee But even though I'm not positive yet, goatee. Eh, I
1: Googled Matthew Perry goatee. That's not the most flattering of photos.
0: Oh, it's like a mugshot or something?
1: Yeah, it may have been after Friends.
0: Nice. Oh, yeah, letting yourself go goatee. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I think it might have been one of those.
0: But if you're going to – I don't understand the goatee because if you're going to shave all that around it, why aren't you just finish the job?
1: That's why I feel like you got to go beard or the goatee is almost like you're, it's like, what are you mowing a lawn? It's like landscaping.
0: Yeah. If you go uneven, one side looks ridiculous. If you get like one side, you know, a little, little out too too far or a little tucked in too much, it doesn't look terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not, not a fan of that look. <laughs> I just <laughs> thought about it. I got to, like, a boy, boy band look. A lot of boy bands probably, like, started rocking the goatee.
0: No, that would be, like, one member of the boy band, probably. You had to have a couple clean-shaven guys, you know, baby faces, and then, like, one guy. Joey Fatone
1: probably, like, had a goatee at some point.
0: Joey Fatone, oddly enough, probably – well, I guess Timberlake came out okay. But Joey Fatone is probably one of the more beloved of the boy band members like 25 years later.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's doing okay, I think, compared to
0: – Well, I don't, know uh, about, I don't even know about career-wise, but, I mean, you know, pr- it probably some hatred was directed at him when he was part of the boy band scene. But now here he is, a game show host, a respectful game show host, not like that jerk-off that tried to take over Jeopardy. Uh, here he is, <laughs> you know, like the, the fifth member. Of Impractical Jokers, honorary member. Yep. Um, yeah, he's just the, the maybe the most lovable and most successful of all the boy band guys. Because Timberlake, you can't touch Timberlake. He's. Uh, he's too- well, he doesn't count. Yeah, he uh, he blew he blew up too much. Yeah. yeah. Brad Pitt had a goatee in the nineties. Pick a rocket. Yeah, pick a rocket though. Yeah, just show, Clooney. You Clooney yeah, Clooney too. Clooney had one. Did Clooney have one? Yeah, Clooney won goatee at some point. Huh.
1: Oh yeah, I got a Joe. I got a Joey Fatone go goatee picture.
0: What's uh? What do you it's, give them a ranking? It's one to ten.
1: It's an awful goatee.
0: <laughs> so one.
1: Yeah, like the mustache isn't connected. <laughs> It's like a a soul patch and a mustache. Oh, no.
0: No, it's like a goatee
1: mustache not connected with a soul patch in the middle. That's way too – I mean, Brazilian – chicks don't put this much time into their, like, Brazilian waxes. This guy went a little too. A little
0: too much. So, is he like a beret short of a beret and like a loaf of bread short of being? Yes. Sad? He looks
1: like he should have a, like he has a blowout because it's probably like 2001. Mm-hmm. But he, if he, <laughs> he should have a beret on it. he would totally look French.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. If it's Jordan had a goatee. Did he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jordan had a goatee tip, Intim- intimidating goatee. Like, I don't remember Michael
1: Jordan with a goatee.
0: He did google it, man. It is, it was a full one. I don't know, it's Jordan goatee. I don't know how to describe it. No, it wasn't. It was because he always was- had like
1: a little mustache,
0: it was trimmed up.
1: Oh, yeah, like uh, Dream Team Jordan had a yeah, goatee. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: 92 that sounds about right. Yep, 1993. I just yeah, we
1: haven't, notice how we haven't we haven't uh, mentioned one like cool goatee from anything past nineteen
0: ninety-six. Yeah, no, this is all yeah. Nobody
1: nobody you can't you, you just can't do it. Can't Bruce Willis. A, I found a Bruce Willis goatee in oh, yeah. the nineties. Yep.
0: Well no, I said Robert Downey Jr. He's got one now. He's like grandfathered in.
1: Okay. Grandfathered in. What about Todd Helton, if Todd Helton showed up, oh,
0: he had a series. 2025,
1: 2025 Hall of Fame induction with a goatee.
0: I feel like his goatee took over like big parts of that chin, like it was in double double chin status.
1: Right. It wasn't even like hanging; it was just like full.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a thick, lush, chin addition.
1: Yeah. Right. Not all goatees created equal
0: goti's uh that they, that start in the seventies
1: I don't know. I remember in the nineties, but I also wasn't around in the seventies
0: so but i feel I feel like I've seen pictures or videos or movies of like those like uh Peggy Olson goes down that's the sixties, I guess, but Peggy Olson goes downtown to some i don't know like avant-garde. Uh, movie house or something and there's mm. some guy with like a like a horizontal striped shirt and a, like a beret and like some weird facial hair i feel like that's like the village in 1970 something
1: oh yeah so it probably started in the 70s and then well it's like anything else it catches on
0: yeah it comes and comes years
1: later. later and then eventually it just goes out of style because too many people yeah. doing it
0: yeah, the two thousands are were, you know, post I heard
1: I actually heard baggy jeans were coming back.
0: It's not a terrible thing. Although I see a lot of jeans that are down the people's asses walking around some, some places. So I'm not sure they're ever gone, but
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I am like that kind of baggy jeans. I don't think those ever really went away. Oh okay. In certain circles. I think just like baggy I feel like they're up to your waist still. Oh okay. just baggy.
0: Bring back the hammer. Bring back the hammer pants, and I'll then I'll start talking. The skids.
1: Yeah, hammer pants would be nice. You bring those back.
0: Yeah, we're in like a weird time now. where well, we're post—I don't know what the term is—but like we're post, we're post an era where decades don't matter anymore. The two thousands just blend together. We've mentioned this before, I think. But at some point, doesn't don't we have to kind of look back and say this was? 2000 and 2010 don't they start defining themselves like i feel like no identity even, right i feel like in the 90s the 80s had an identity in the 70s and the 60s obviously definitely had an identity but 2000, 2000 to 2010 10 to 20 i'm not sure what the identity is i guess like 2000 to 2010 is post 9-11 and yep. then 2010 2020 is i mean what a fucking mess you you can't even like there's nothing, it's polar opposites. It's like the Obama years and the Trump years. And it's like that's really all you have to define it. Um, I don't know. Probably something to do with how the internet took over the world. Basically, that's probably what it would have been.
1: social me Facebook, social media. Yeah, that'll probably be the 9 Yeah, nine eleven into the internet era.
0: Yeah. Even though the internet was, you know had some sort of prominence in the late 90s but not anywhere near the influence that it has now right so yeah that's what I guess that's what we're looking at maybe maybe that's why we don't really recognize decades like that it's because like even though they have identity there's no character to the identity it's all very blah and what was the the 90s identity the uh, uh, just like the
1: rebellious
0: no the the 90s is it's hard the 90s is grunge, grunge music That's part of it the 90s had a a really eclectic um grouping of music like there's not just i mean grunge was like the one that kind of came to be but like pop music was huge and the 90s to me musically not as good as the 60s but right on par with with the 60s as far as like having um a lot of different styles being popper at the same time because like the 60s if you think about it it's like Sinatra was popular, the Beatles were popular, Elvis was popular, the Rolling Stones were popular, um, you know, but the the Mamas and the Papas were popular, like, there's all kinds of different groups and types of music that were popular. The 90s was very similar, where you have, like, Pearl Jam was popular, and Weezer was popular, and then, um, I don't A
1: rap know. rap was coming on. Yeah,
0: like yeah, Dr. Dre, and you had Pac and Biggie, and, like, Brandy was popular at some point, and um, it was... Yeah, it was just a lot boy of boy bands
1: out of nowhere in the late nineties, yeah. mid to late nineties. Hey, wait
0: a second! Not out of nowhere. New Kids in the Block was the early nineties, so that, that started early. Like well, it, they
1: were the oh yeah, they were the OGs.
0: Yeah. So like, the, there's there's a lot. So grunge was a big part of it because, like I said, they kind of came of age in the nineties. But I mean, there was really a lot going on in the music scene then. Um, I I think the, I think what the the identity of the nineties is. Probably t- times really good, like we were kind of at war, but it was almost like that war, the Gulf War, was felt almost like a uh, a victory lap for America being the savior of the protector of the world. Because it was there was not it was not there was no competition, It was no contest, it was just yeah. us bombing the shit out of you know uh, Middle East over there. It was like the dream team. It was it's just. just- yeah, and I was cheering it on, right? I mean, we were, we were autographing
1: war. our It's the same way Jordan was autographing like Turkey's uniforms.
0: Right, we were at, we were, at, <laughs> we, were at, we were at war, and it was, there was a lot of national pride to go around, but it was really we weren't in any kind of danger. Like it wasn't like citizens were in danger. Like we weren't at, we didn't the, the the country didn't shut down like World War II to kind of help in yeah, our effort. And it wasn't Vietnam because it, like, Vietnam was a disaster and that kind of stuff. So we were at war, but it was mostly peacetime. And, you know, the stock market was great. Bill Clinton years were prosperous for everybody. Um, gas was cheap. <laughs> everybody, it's, almost like, it's almost like the 70s in excess. Like it was almost a decade of excess, but um, kind of like a goofy excess. I don't know. Like we, we spent on weird shit. Like hammer pants.
1: Yes, that's how everyone was able to get their goatees trimmed
0: just right. <laughs> except except for Joey Fatone. Apparently. Except for Joey Fatone, he fucked up. <laughs> he missed, missed the bus on that one.
1: Ended ended in sync.
0: Thankfully, yeah, mercifully. <laughs> um, but then uh, the '90s to me has definitely has a feel like the '80s has a feel like, and, and uh, yeah, you're right. A lot of it has to do with music, but. Um,
1: yeah, I don't even know what the music. What is it in like the two thousands? Alternative.
0: It's all pop. I mean, I feel Lincoln like in Park. Oh, the two thousands. Yeah, 2000s. I mean, the two thousands kind of carries over from the nineties a little bit. The early two thousands to me carries over a little bit from the nineties musically. Mm, um, yeah. It's still rap. It's still it. It's still some of those uh, alternative bands. Um, still a lot of pop music. Christina and Brittany are still around.
1: Yeah, Eminem.
0: Yep, yep. Um, Like now, I just feel like it's uh, one big pop. And there's good music out there, But, and I'm sure somebody more knowledgeable and that's more into what's going on, maybe somebody like in their early 20s would have a better idea of what's going on. But it just seems like it's one big machine just... Franking out pop pop songs.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time.
0: So uh yeah, do you know how we got on this? And the nineties was also the last decade the Yankees were a dominant team to the levels yeah. they should be. <laughs> it's
1: the last time they were good, yeah.
0: So as they come <laughs> out tonight, really inspiring. I mean, is it losing five three right now? And Michael K., was dying for like a connection to Jeter, when Gardner was up, they're down three nothing, two men out, yeah. and you know, K introduced them. Oh, this is the last connection, the last Yankee to play with Derek Jeter. Here he is. Sure enough, he hits a dinger, ties it up, and now, now, uh, I mean, they're not gonna, they're not gonna come back. And now they're
1: checking Chad Green's glove. Please find something.
0: <laughs> yeah, like a fucking arsenal. Please. Hey, yeah, uh, a,
1: a Blue Jays betting slip.
0: A pitch that can. A, I was just a pitch that can get a batter out would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, well. Well, the yeah. Yankees
1: got us the baseball season. I'm mean, football season. Excuse me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not gonna let you rain on my opening day. I know you're just trying to ease the blow of not being around for it. So, I'm excited for tomorrow. Uh Tampa-Dallas tomorrow, or it would be, it'll be in the books by the time you're listening. But
1: Yeah, we should do future headlines. What's going oh, to be the headlines after the game? Um, Tom Brady, Bucks going undefeated?
0: <laughs> uh, what would it be with Dallas defense being terrible still? And like all those NFC East predictions being –
1: Dak just doesn't look right. Uh, doesn't that's look a, right.
0: Yeah, Dak doesn't look right. It'll be a big one if they uh, they stumble. Zeke doesn't look right. The offense doesn't click.
1: They really missed their offensive lineman. Not enough was made coming into the game. Zach Martin.
0: It'll be all about Tampa, though, I think. It won't, it won't be much about Dallas. If the, if Tampa comes out and steamrolls them, it'll be all about the defending champs and Brady's going to do it again. and. It's going to be great. Like you will just see all Tom Brady all day on ESPN on Friday.
1: Yeah, I would lay the points. That's just me. I
0: mean, people will know
1: by the time they listen to this if I'm an idiot or not. But
0: yeah, well, geez, well, and that wasn't one of the ones I've circled for picks, so we're not going to we're not going to be going head to head on that one.
1: Right. I'm not not locking that in.
0: I'm (laughs) just you're just just saying you're just making conversation. Yeah. Yes, uh,
1: dominant effort by Tampa Bay last night,
0: one and up. <laughs> Week one, notoriously impossible to pick. Um, who knows? You know, you just kind of hoping to get lucky and go two and one, right? That's it.
1: That's the goal. Sixty-six percent.
0: I uh, defer to you. I guess. Oh, I don't know. Do we have an introduction? Do you want to introduce picks? The pick segment. You want to make a make an entrance for it, or? Uh... I don't know. I am a little
1: inspired because I was listening. I did listen to Francesca going with Dog today. Oh, all right. 45, 45 minutes he did with them. There he talked wow. a little baseball. They did. Uh, they talked uh, a lot of football. Mike was talking about how college football has uh, gained the most steam with the new betting laws. Which wow, been popular the last five years. Okay. He said the kids nowadays, they just they tweet all day and then they run to TikTok and gamble, whatever <laughs> that means.
0: <laughs> Mike would know. Mike said the, uh, he got his ear to the ground on that kind of stuff. So yeah,
1: right. Uh, he also they kept talking about the big uh, dog. Uh, kept talking about the big fumble in the divisional playoff game last year with the Saints, mm-hmm. Jared Cook, and he kept calling. He called him Dudley five times. Jared Dudley. <laughs> Not even Jared Dudley, just Dudley. <laughs> well, yeah, He's in mid-season form. He also referred to the Jets quarterback as Kyle Wilson. All it was right. like first-round bust by the Jets like 10 years ago. Maybe, maybe it wasn't that long ago, but it was a while ago.
0: He's projecting. He's projecting.
1: Yes. Uh, and he also not as high on Matt Stafford as some other people. He said uh, the first playoff game he wins, can somebody reach out and tell me?
0: So, so not
1: right not in on
0: staff. I mean, he's been buried in Detroit for a long time. Well, now he's got yeah, out of excuses. Yeah, so <laughs> a lot of calls coming.
1: Yeah, they, oh. they didn't officially do over unders, but I feel like they touched on every team. So
0: that's cool. And they're not
1: fans of Gettleman or Robert Sala.
0: Wow, not for different solid. for
1: different reasons.
0: Not Salah fans.
1: Well, they didn't like the police escort to the garden. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. That's not. It's very not New York. It's not New yeah. York at all. No, not a man of the people. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm gentlemen. I saw an article today about the Giants. I know. I, I know. I ripped the Giants in the last show a little bit, but I saw an article today about patience with the Gi- Giants. Need patience. Like, one. Like, enough is enough with being fucking patient. Like, how are you gonna? How much can you tell a fan base to be patient for? Or don't yeah. be patient. This is the year we can't – we're not supposed to be patient. Get them in bought time, drafted a running back, which, you know, I was for. I like Saquon. I didn't, I didn't mind that pick. Um, pick Saquon, but that buys you some time. Drafted Jones, knowing you have to develop him. That buys him some time. That's just job security, saying that you have to develop your quarterback. I just, well, look, you can't make a judgment call on me until end of year three. I'm done fucking being patient, man. There better be some fucking results this year. And to be honest with you, unless that offensive line tightens up and shows a little something better than they showed in the preseason, a little concerned. Yeah, that
1: was their point. That was their point. They said he's getting uh, a little bit bit too long to uh, develop that offensive line. Fix it.
0: I like like the defense. I like the D coordinator um i just i don't know if they have uh, chase jason garrett's still the offensive coordinator so how much it's not not great fucking have um it's not great yeah so it's like half happy with the team and half pissed off and half just want to fucking yell at somebody like done being fucking patient (laughs) that's three halves through the math yep um all right. So, there. what's your intro then? I, I, I give it to you. You're inspired. Let's see your pick's intro. Let's go. And I'll defer to you for the first pick.
1: All right. Sunday pour. It's a long, strenuous offseason. We lived through a uh, March madness. We've lived through the most up-and-down Yankee season, which, uh, God willing, will be over soon. Not soon enough, as Joey Gallo goes down swinging, two away. But we've made it back. There's already been one game in the book, as we noted. Bucks won easy over the Cowboys.
0: Do you want to say Dallas surprised the world and I could edit it in? Yeah, sure. I'm not going to edit it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can still say it, though. Jack Prescott, five touchdowns. early front runner for MVP. Um, but here we are week one in the league where they play for pay. All right, here we go. Game number one. Let's see where do I go? I don't like any of these games, so we're just gonna we're going to do a cannonball right into the madness. Oh, there you go. I like it. I am going to take the Indianapolis Colts getting two and a half at home against Seattle. I know the numbers. I know what they say about Russ. in the Eastern time zone. The guy's lost like once in his life, twice in his life. He always wins. This line stinks. Something, something smells rotten. Okay, Wentz. It looks like he's playing, but you, you know you have the injury concerns with him. The guard for the Colts, uh, Nelson. I'm not sure if he's going to be back in time. It makes sense that the you know the Seahawks would just take care of business. People look at them as you know a oh, year in and year out Super Bowl contender. Colts have a lot of question marks. Some will probably say more questions than answer answers. I'm sticking with the Colts here. I'm sticking with my anti seattle sentiment colts cover colts win colts go 1-0 seattle starts off the season 0-1 with a rough one in indy
0: there you have it it. all right um just a little background last year i have uh impartial records from last year okay um i'm missing some i'm missing some weeks
1: Uh, i know i was off for the first seven weeks so if you're missing those it's
0: Nope, we're missing six. That would be fun. I don't have 16 and 17 for you. I don't have 14 and 17 for me. For still, I, don't think, I don't think the numbers quite match up. Uh, I was I was 25, 19, and 2 last year. Mm-hmm. And you are in here at 16, 25, and 3.
1: All right, it's a little bad. You,
0: all right. you did have a rough start. Their first six weeks are real I bad. I feel like it
1: was 2 and 16. What's that? I feel like I was two and sixteen after, after six.
0: That sounds yeah. You had two two wins after six, so yeah. All right. So a nice recovery, really. If you look Play, at it like that, yeah,
1: played over five hundred. Yeah. yeah,
0: fourteen <laughs> and eleven after that. So you're good. All right. Uh, let's see. Where do I go from here? Right. Uh, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna continue with my love affair with the team I should not have a love affair with. This is just a big mistake. Um, but well, I guess like week one impossible to pick. KC, you know, I assume it's gonna take them a week or two weeks or three to kind of get everything going. Cleveland, hungry young team. I told I told you how, why I like them uh, the other day. Um, it's a six point spread. I wish it was a little bit more, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take uh, the road dog and the Cleveland Browns going to KC for opening night four o'clock on Sunday. Give me the Browns.
1: Possible money line,
0: Browns? Uh, yeah, you might as well. I don't see why not. It's just K- KC, I, you know, they seem unbeatable during the regular season, but they, it takes them a little while to get going sometimes, I feel like. I feel like they don't come out of the gate hot. Maybe I'm wrong about that. That's just my gut or my, my poor long-term memory.
1: Sometimes they need a little oil like the Tin Man
0: yeah they revamped the old line. they gotta to play together against you know real teams. Cleveland can make' you know Cleveland kind of is the same team as as last year, yeah,' a lot of guys back, so you know maybe they just, maybe they just catch lightning in a bottle for a week here um, we'll Let the world know they're for real. That's my first pick all right, and maybe and, and maybe and maybe the the game makes me hate the browns forever again.
1: yeah, may as well get that out of the way.
0: yeah. Pick number two.
1: Uh, I mean, I may as well go what I have written down. Sure. I am going to – so I was hoping that this game was going to be played in New Orleans. It's been moved to Jacksonville. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to take the Saints getting the four – Nice. I just can't resist the home underdog. You know, we had a whole season where there weren't really fans in the crowd, and there were kind of fans in certain places, and there was zero fans. This is going to be the first, you know, year back where we actually have legit home underdogs. And like I said, wish this was in New Orleans. Sounds like I don't know when they're going to have football back in New Orleans, but they are technically a home underdog, even though both teams are traveling. The game's going to be played in Jacksonville. Um, you know let's see let's see if the packers come out hot i don't know uh, you know rodgers it was very uh long and very moody strenuous off season i don't know you know everyone assumes he's going to come in motivated he's going to you know light the world on fire again um i don't i don't know i i think uh getting four hairs is a nice uh a nice spot i think the saints could win so I'll take the points. I'll cross my fingers and hope Jameis uh, has a day. So give me uh, give me New Orleans getting four in Jacksonville.
0: I like it. I like it. That's, that could be, uh, you know, New Orleans inspires the world type thing.
1: Yeah, I was hoping for a New Orleans game, but it's all right. I'll take the I'll take it.
0: Well, good. I was going to pick that game too, so that's good. That, that gives me – all right. I had four games. That was one of them. So, now I have three. Uh, I'm going to Monday night, Ant. Baltimore is going to Vegas. Okay. Baltimore's four-and-a-half-point favorites. I told you I told you uh, the other day, I love the Raiders. I'm going to make that same mistake we made with Cleveland week one. Again, get out of the way. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I learned my lesson. Go to the corner uh, for timeout until next Thursday. That's fine. I'm sticking with the Raiders here. Home dog open it up out in vegas um they they're they're at full capacity in Vegas I mean the first they didn't have fans last year, right they I don't think they did no, If they, they did um, it
1: was very limited.
0: well, that's awesome for them. Um, yeah, let's see what they got let me see let me see Vegas come out hot Baltimore uh like you said, they're kind of like a paper. Like a paper lion. Um, traveling out west. I know it was an opening day, but who knows? Um, let me get this give me the Raiders. Let's go. All
1: right. I had Vegas written down as my third pick. I will go elsewhere.
0: Ooh, all right.
1: I like the primetime home underdog. Uh Let's see, I'll save the honorable. Should I just go chalk? Don't overthink it. Uh I don't want to get I already took two home underdogs. I don't want to get cute on my third pick, so I'll revert. I'll just go chalky on the on the first pick, on the third pick, excuse me. All right. my, oh, my audible. Yeah. I'm just going to take the Niners and lay the seven and a half. Detroit stinks. I think San Fran will bounce back. Everyone and their mother is going to be on the Niners in, in this game. Count me in. That's it.
0: Fair enough. That well, is it. Yeah, I'm going to choke my last pick, too. Um, Tennessee's only favored by three at home. I still think they're a force to be reckoned with. They, I mean, you know, they, they, Henry's – Still Henry. They brought in Julio. Uh, Tannehill's been fantastic for him. Arizona, on the other hand, I think they have a little bit to prove this year. I know Kyler's expected to have a monster year. Um, that doesn't mean they're going to be winning a bunch of games. Uh, Tennessee stays strong. Goes out and wins easy against AZ. That's it. Tennessee. All right. Week one, those are the picks. I have,
1: let's see, Indy plus two and a half. Saints plus, I have four and a half written down, four, whatever. I'll take them at plus four. And the Niners minus seven and a half. Uh, I got
0: Cleveland plus six. Raiders plus four and a half. Tennessee minus three. Um, a little bit nervous, eh, because I picked, I picked all the games. I just went through and circled everything. Yeah, We matched on everything. I don't know if you agree with my three picks, but the three you picked matched perfectly.
1: I agree with Vegas. I agree with Tennessee, even though Tennessee scares me. I didn't pick it because it seemed a little too easy of a play. And I really didn't put much thought into KC Cleveland. I probably would just take KC just because it's the Browns.
0: Fair enough. Um, I'm gonna do, we're not going to do this every week. I'm going to go right down the line here. You tell, right. me, you tell me who you think. I want to see if how we match up. Just on the fly. All right. Dallas Tampa uh, minus eight and a half.
1: Tampa already won big, so Tampa.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Denver minus Denver minus three over uh, visiting the Giants.
1: Um, I think it's the most unbettable game on the board.
0: I, I have saying two, something with Jacksonville Houston out there.
1: I have two rules: it's do not bet on Denver on the road and do not bet on the giants at home <laughs> the a movable object versus the uh irresistible force is that what it is
0: something like that yeah
1: I, I i leaned Denver when I saw this line all off season and then I kind of noticed everyone seemed to be on denver mm-hmm. so now I'm back on the giants uh strict no play i'm gonna i already did like a. I turned my brain to a pretzel there. <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to go Giants plus three. Fade right. my brain.
0: Okay. That's the this first disagreement. Uh, Atlanta minus three hosting Philly.
1: Very chalky, but I'll take Atlanta. Gave them out as an over. No. No. I think Atlanta should go out and handle Philly. One thing I would caution Atlanta about is letting Philly hang around because I feel like Hertz has a little bit of a – winning time quality about him he All doesn't right. you know he make what he makes what he doesn't have in size and strength he kind of makes up for it in intangibles. and we know atlanta loves to blow a game but i, I if it's close philly's probably gonna pull it out but I, I feel like atlanta talent-wise should be able to go out
0: and win by a couple touchdowns that's what we've thought about atlanta for a long time yeah um, but we however we do agree on that pittsburgh visiting buffalo they are six and a half point underdogs
1: I like that Josh Allen gets a little bit of a test out of the gate against, you know, it's a test in the sense that he's playing a team that
0: is good,
1: but in the same breath as the team that he's supposed to go out and beat because he's a six Mm -hmm. and a half point favorite. Yeah. Uh, Very hard one to pick. I I actually, I want to, I almost want to lean towards Pittsburgh, but is that a sucker bet? I don't know. I can't figure out which side is the sucker bet. I wouldn't take this game, but I think I would
0: lean
1: Pittsburgh Yeah, I think, slightly.
0: I think Buffalo wins, but Pittsburgh covers. That's where I'm at in this game. I, feel, I, I don't know if that's – I'm with you. I don't know if that's right, but that's where, I, that's where I'd sit. Yeah. Uh, the Jets are going to Carolina as four-and-a-half-point underdogs.
1: My favorite game of the one o'clock's. Favorite? I love the. I love. I love a good storyline. I mean, it's going to be a shitty game, probably. <laughs> but I, I love the. I love the storyline. Um, I have zero feel for this game. Yes. So when I have zero feel, I'll take the points and cross my fingers. I would not advise betting the Jets though. But I'll, I'll
0: take the Jets. Okay. All right. That's a. It's weird because we don't know. We don't know what Donald is really. I feel like we never got a feel for him, even though he played up here for a couple of years. Yeah, you land points with them now. Yeah, it's from, tough. from mono on, it was a disaster from the get-go. Um, so, I have no idea what to expect down there. And the Jets, obviously, new coach, rookie quarterback. Who the fuck knows? Uh, Minnesota, they are three-point favorites. Visiting Cincinnati.
1: Okay, so I gave Vikings out as an over, but the more I've looked at this game, the more I've stared at it, I kind of like the Bengals. I just don't like the Bengals coach. Taylor. Okay, all right. I think he's terrible, but I could I could definitely see the Bengals. I like the home underdog. They're getting three. It's again the Vikings should win. I, I would be interested to see where this line moves. I just I don't know the Bengals. Burrow. I I could see uh, I could see the Bengals. I mean the bank, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna take the Bengals. I could Burrow, see him winning.
0: I get, I just I got the bet ba- a bad thought in my mind that like Burrow might be this guy that. Plays great for a few weeks every year, and then something happens, and he misses a few weeks. Like, hopefully it's nothing serious, but he might just be, like, an injured quarterback because that team kind of sucks around him, Um, even though he's got some decent weapons. They um, do. I just feel like he's just going to be in danger uh, a lot. So we're going to love him while he's out there. Um, Hopefully this is it. You know, this is one of those games where he beats Minnesota. Minnesota fans are crying about, you know, they never fucking – I don't know but they always uh, let them down, the team that they should beat, and this and that, and uh, they're crying for the first week of the season. I could see that. Uh, Let's see. You already picked San Fran, Detroit, Jacksonville, three-point favorites at Houston. No Deshaun Watson.
1: This is a game that feels like it's too easy for Jacksonville. I wouldn't bet Houston. I've gone to my head I'd probably just take Jacksonville, but the more I've looked at the line. I see mean, I saw it get down to two and a half, and I was like, whoa. I mean, you are taking a rookie quarterback on the road like points.
0: Rookie and a, and, and, a, and you figure he's coach too.
1: Exactly. Urban Meyer, who the fuck is yeah. he? College coach? Do I need yeah. to Saban, greatest college coach of our lifetime? Not good in the in the pros, even though he won six in a row with the Dolphins in that season. Steve Spurrier, another one, yep. not, not a good pro coach.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, Pete Carroll kind of got lucky and fell into Russell Wilson, but he's more of a college coach. I mean, I don't know. Urban Meyer is going to be a good coach. And plus, Houston, you know, they're going to be awful. They might have the worst record in football. They have to win a game at some point. It might be – maybe it's week maybe one. Sunday, maybe, yeah. it's, maybe it's a, you know, 22-19 bullshit type of win.
0: Yeah, Tyron Taylor is a professional quarterback. You know, he's not great, but he's serviceable. Um you go out there and just do the job for a Sunday. Could, this could be it against a team that's young and unproven and rookie quarterback, rookie coach. Yeah, and so,
1: nobody tanks week one. It's, you know, Tyron yeah. Taylor doesn't care about the future of the tex- Texans. No,
0: no. He wants New to, head coach
1: wants to get the first win out of the way. Of
0: course, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, it's,
1: organizations tank. Players don't.
0: Yeah. I like, the Houston, I like Houston there. Um, yeah. Seattle yeah. Indy we picked. Arizona, Tennessee, we picked Chargers and at Washington. I have as a pick them. I don't know if that's accurate.
1: I have Chargers minus one. This is, I've deemed this the hype bull. Hmm. The hype slash I told you so bull. Because whoever wins this game, these two teams have gotten a lot of hype in the offseason. Hmm. So whoever wins this game is going to be off and running, fast start. People are going to, you know, the hype's going to build after one week going into week two. Hmm. And it's also going to be an I told you so bull because whoever loses this game, people who weren't on on these teams are going to say, I told you so. The Chargers go out there and get smacked. People are going to be like, I told you they weren't this good. Washington goes out there and Fitzpatrick throws three picks. People are going to give you an I told you so. Um, I actually – it's a tough one to pick. I I slightly lean towards – the Chargers, surprisingly. I, I don't know. I feel like well, – I don't I, I don't know. I would not pick this game. I wouldn't pick a lot of these games. The public is probably on the Chargers. Washington probably has the better defense. But I don't know. The Chargers have a pretty good D, too. So, Yeah. Slight, yeah. I'll slightly lean towards the Chargers. So I'll stick I, – I, I picked Washington as an under, so I'll, I'll pick the Chargers.
0: All right. Uh, Cleveland KC. Yeah, I, th- I think i go Chargers there too. I just uh,
1: – West team traveling east though. I, yeah, I don't know. I expect We've some kind won. of
0: regression. It seems to be some kind of regression from Washington too, right? They were kind of a darling last year. They weren't like a dominant force. They were a darling that just kind of yeah. found their way in. Um, Cleveland KC, we picked. Miami at New England. New England favored by three.
1: I think it's going to be an ugly game defensive game, we kind of mirror images a little bit of each other. I think both teams are going to want to – it's going to be one of those old cliche games, time of possession, field position, who, whose defense can make the rookie quarterback fuck up. Um, I, I don't know where to go with this game. Like, Parby would say just take the points because you don't know what's going to happen, but New England's home. Um, I, I think it will definitely fall within a score. Yeah. This guy, I, don't, I don't see a blowout. I think both – I mean, the only way it's a blowout is if it's just like someone wins a turnover battle, three zip. Other than that, you might be seeing a few punts in this game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Field position, big. Yeah.
0: I have I've New England circles, but I could see Miami having a good defensive performance. I feel like, I feel like Belichick's going to protect uh, Mac, and it's, he's going to have the right game plan for him. He's not going to put him out there and have him try to win the game on his own no he's going he, he knows what to do with a guy like that in this position. Uh, I wonder if Miami just what goes up there and wants to prove something you know that we you have to watch out for us not just the one time you come down here but we we're a we're, we're you know a dangerous team um I'm not sure i, I I'm with you this I'm, this is a a weird um rivalry game early on in the season with two quarterbacks we know very little about so yep. I think I will just say exactly. New England because they're home and it's Belichick. Right. But I'm not – I don't know. That's nothing against uh, the Dolphins, but that's just – and, again, I have no fucking idea. Uh, Green Bay, New Orleans, we picked. Chicago on Sunday Night Football, visiting the Rams. Rams are seven-and-a-half-point favorites.
1: So I, when you look Last at this game, game on game. paper – Yeah, when you look at this game on paper – you think, all right, Bears usually have a good defense. They're getting seven and a half. Rams are a little unproven. New quarterback. Maybe he comes out a little tight. You figure there'll be a lot of Bears fans in the building. They, they travel well, plus it's Los Angeles. So mm-hmm. I don't even know if they're letting fans in L.A. So I don't know. But I don't know. Like it's L- I know the Rams have fans, but it's L.A. You know what I mean? It's probably a lot of Chicago people out there. They're going to travel for the game. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good fan base. Um, so I want to take the bears and the only problem is, like I said, you know, Denver, you don't bet Denver on the road, on the road, you don't bet the giants at home at the top of every gamblers, uh, if you want to call it a, uh, rules and regulations or guidelines or manifesto, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. it should be in big red Sharpie, not even black Sharpie it has to be in red Sharpie. It should state, "Do not bet on Andy Dalton in prime time." <laughs> I can't, I can't get past the fact that Andy Dalton is play is playing behind that offense because I don't think the Bears' O line is very good, right? And I mean, now you're putting him against Aaron Donald, and I guess this is a game I could see, you know, you take the seven and a half Bears go up on like the, off they score off a turnover. They go up 6 nothing. They probably, like, missed the extra point or something stupid. And then you're looking up in the third quarter, and you're down 16-6, to six, and Andy Dalton's back in his own territory. And you're like, how the fuck am I going to get more points out of this guy so I can cover? <laughs> and it's just, like, they end up – the Bears end up losing, like, 23-13, to 13, and you're like, how the hell did we cover that game? Like, it was ridiculous. The defense played well, and we lost by 10. So, uh Yeah. I don't love the game. I think I would lean Rams, though. I can't. Andy Dalton was so bad for Dallas last year, and, like, Dallas had legitimate weapons on that team. Yeah. Fucking Zeke and CeeDee Lamb and Cooper. Like, he he was god-awful. Like, why is he going to be good on the Bears? He's not going to be.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't
1: don't love the Rams, but, I I mean, I think they'd be able to win this game.
0: You talk about, like, overreaction and – and Like I told you, so I think like this would be a little bit of a like a Stafford celebration. I feel like he's gonna have a gr- a good first game, and the people who are on that bandwagon, I think Doug get a couple of calls on Monday saying, "Look, that's what that's what you're up against." He threw you know three touchdowns, <laughs> three hundred yards last night. Um,
1: I don't know though. Bears are familiar with Stafford. I know. Does he I get? Do you think he'll get a little? Uh, you know. I think it's going to... Antsy, a little, little uh, happy feet, seeing nah, that Bears uniform.
0: Man, it was some, some bad memories. And yeah. Not, I, I, I my, my Thanksgiving feel... Thanksgiving memories. No, I think he's going to look down. He's not going to see the Lions jersey on. He's going to be... He's going to feel like fucking Superman. At least like for... He sh- uh,
1: like he shed the glasses and the suit.
0: Right. Yeah, at least for the night, you know. Yep. Um, yeah, with that, I don't think... I mean, I think he'll be fine this year. I don't think he's going to translate into, like, the MVP candidate, but uh, I think it's a little bit of a coming out. Here here I am at a real football team finally party for Matt Stafford. Yeah, okay. Uh, that, all right, there you go. That's the whole sleep. We should do that a couple of times, um, you know, have a better feel for the season, but definitely not every week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, real quick, let's go through our uh, division winners. All right. We'll start in the AFC. AFC East. I, get, I, have, I have the Bills. I had the Bills over uh, the other day, so I'm, I'm sticking with them. I think they take the division. I'm going
1: Buffalo. Class in the division. One of the best teams in the conference. Uh, for me, it's easy. Bills. Yeah. Uh,
0: AFC West.
1: Chiefs. I, I would like to get cute here, but it's, it's Chiefs.
0: Char I think Charge will make them work for it a little bit. I'm going Chiefs though. Yeah, it's it's sometimes you just got to stick with the team that makes the most sense. Yeah. Uh, AFC North. North.
1: I am going tough. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go Ravens. I think.
0: Go with the Ravens.
1: Uh, I tr- last year I went Pittsburgh. They ended up winning. I think Pittsburgh, I got to see how they come back after losing Dupree. That defense was never the same last year after he went down. is a year older. You figure it's probably his last year. I I, I feel like I'm just taking the safe bet in the Ravens. Ravens take care of business. Ravens take care of business against enough bad teams. I think they'll get to like 11, maybe maybe 12 wins.
0: I'm going with the Browns, sticking with the Browns. Um, Yeah, I feel like Steelers are – I uh, bet Big Ben is past his prime. I mean, getting getting old, playing quarterback in this league and being successful is not the norm. Brady is the uh, the exception to the rule. I know Big Ben's a different kind of specimen too, but for different reasons, um, Bengals are obviously out. And I'm just – I'm tossing up and picking the Browns over the Ravens. Uh, AFC – right.
1: South, I, pretty, I made it pretty clear last show. I'm going with Titans. I think the Colts, if Wentz can play 17 games, uh, could make them work for it. I mean, it's a two-team race. I don't think anyone's going to pick Houston or Jacksonville. So it's, you have a 50-50 shot here. Uh, I'll stick with the, the Titans.
0: Yeah, this was easy. He's crossing off the Texans. You're crossing off the Jags. And I picked the Colts under, so it's Titans for me as well. All right. Uh, NFC East.
1: All right, so NFC East, I think I went through this last show too. So mm-hmm. I, nobody wins it twice in a row, so I'm eliminating Washington. Yes. Philly, I feel like, is in a total rebuild, so I can't pick them even though I do like Hurts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that leaves me Dallas and the Giants. I want to make the case. Mike and Dog said that the Giants have no excuse. And they had no excuse not to win eight or nine games. I agree with them on that, which could win the division. The but I'm also, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the safe route and say Dak can play 17 games. Yeah, and I'm going to take the safe route and take Dallas. For me, it was Dallas or the Giants. I just uh, I I can't uh, I can't get past Danny Jones, so I got I'm going to Dallas.
0: I was actually I can't, mine came up to Dallas and Philly. I was trying to make trying to get cute with Philly like they they kind of like are they the darling this year in a in a not so good division that kind of sneaks up yeah. everybody and but their defense isn't good dallas defense isn't very good but offensively they are uh the, the the best in the east if everybody's healthy by far um you know i just, some some years has got to go their way i think this is their year so i'm going with dallas also all right I feel gross picking Philly anyway. I mean, I don't feel good picking Dallas, but um, NFC West. Okay, NFC West. I am going with
1: the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, My case for them is – well, I already picked Seattle as an under, so I had to write them off my list. Arizona, I don't like the coach. Uh, I actually think he could be an early candidate for first coach fired.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's actually 10 to one. I have him fifth on my list for first coach fired. Okay. No sixth. Actually. Okay. Vic Fangio's the favorite six to one, which I kind of like too. but you know, he's the favorite. Uh, Mike McCarthy, nine to one doesn't make sense. Cowboys don't fire coaches. I mean, Jason Garrett had a job for like 15 years. Um, but, yeah, Kingsbury, early, early candidate, I feel like, for a first coach fire. So, I can't. I eliminate Arizona, eliminate Seattle, and the Rams, I'm down on Stafford. So, Niners by default, bounce back year. not as much expectations. Plus, I like the fact that Lance is behind Jimmy G. You know, Lance is there in the waiting if Jimmy G struggles, or he motivates Jimmy G into having a big season. So, either way, I like it.
0: Uh, I'm going with the Rams in the in NFC West. Um, just uh, you know, McVay was always successful uh, first couple of years there, even with golf. And then you know, the kind of golf's ugly side was was shown. Now he's got a real quarterback. I think they they find a way to uh, get the top of his division and finish off. At Seattle, uh, I think we mentioned they might fall off, take a step back. Niners. I'm not a believer in the Niners. I think they're going to do Niners. Are going to do some weird shit with their quarterback. Um, they're going to have uh, Jimmy G, and they're going to have the kid kind of come in and run it like hockey lines or something. I don't know. Uh, that's just too weird for me. Uh, get, give me, give me the Rams in a probably a tight race. NFC North. NFC North.
1: Um... I'd like I mean I gotta eliminate the Lions. I gotta eliminate the Bears. <laughs> so it's so it's two teams Vikings or Packers. Um man, is it gonna be that easy for Green Bay? I I'll take a flyer on the Vikings. I, I I've been anti Packers. I've been waiting for kind of the demise of Rogers. I'm gonna say uh I don't know if the Vikings are gonna blow the doors off, but you know, it could be. If things go sideways in Green Bay and they get hit in the mouth a little bit, maybe they have a little bit of a glass jaw. Maybe Rogers goes in the tank and Vikings win the division at nine and eight or something, four seed. So I'll go, I'll go Vikings.
0: Yeah, if we saw we saw Green Bay without Rogers a couple years ago, and they're just not the same team. If he's checked out or injured, um, that's you know they're just not the Green Bay Packers. However, I cannot put my faith in Minnesota. I'm going Green Bay. All right. You're just like, you're just in a mod rashad kick tonight that's all that's all that is. You had to stick with uh mod through uh division picks
1: yeah there you
0: go uh n f c south final division pick
1: All right, so I know I did give tampa as an under, but I feel like they could probably still squeak out this division at ten and seven. You know, I, I don't think they're going to have as dominant a regular shit. Mike and Dog, actually, were not as high. They, they hated how much uh, pub that the uh, Bucks were getting. Hated it. <laughs> uh, um, but I, I still – I don't know who else. Or my, Actually, Mike loves the Saints. He likes the Saints more than I do. Uh, the Saints I can't trust. I can't trust Jameis. We've never seen it. He's almost in the Fitzpatrick camp only he hasn't been in the lead that long. Like, I've never seen him lead a team to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Then I have Darnold in Carolina, and then the, the Falcons, who I picked as an over. Like, I don't know if I'm ready to pick them to win a at division. Atlanta would be the team I would pick over Tampa, but I, I think Tampa 10-7 and seven wins a division.
0: Yeah, got to go Tampa. Tampa. Tampa's, designed to, Tampa's designed to get to the playoffs, get a bye. Right. Well, oh, no, there's only only one buy now. I forgot. Jeez, I'm there's still, only one buy. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they. Yeah. Maybe they. Well, they still got a chance uh, against against uh, a weak NFC. Um. So I mean, they're they're just they're built to get to the playoffs. I think they want they want to the buy. They have all the weapons. They have a good defense. Um. Cannot pick. I cannot pick Atlanta. I cannot pick Carolina. And again, the Orleans with Jameis. I just don't, as much as I, I think that's gonna be a fun team to watch. I can't pick them to win the division. I'm sticking with Tampa here. Very very chalky, easy pick here. All right. Uh all right. Super Bowl pick time. Okay.
1: So Super Bowl. Yes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick. Brad Pitt in a commercial right now with a goatee, espresso commercial.
0: Perfect. Perfetto,
1: <laughs> espresso, man, it is espresso. All right. Um, so I'm going to stick with my pick from a year ago. Ooh, all right. I'm going to I'm going to in the AFC only. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Buffalo in the AFC.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I feel like they're they are getting a lot of hype, which would. Concerned me a little bit because you can't just assume a team's going to go 13-3 and three every year. We've only seen that you know a couple of times. We've seen the Patriots do it all those years. But, you know, usually teams come back to, down to earth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would worry me a little bit. But I do feel like they've improved that defense. I feel like, you know, they were clearly the number two team in the conference last year. Um, I think maybe they've done enough to the defense. You know, their their goal going into the offseason should have been, how can we beat the Chiefs? You know, that's the team they're shooting for right now. That was the, team that was, uh, the only team that was clearly head and shoulders above them. And I also don't feel bad because I was on them last year. Like, I don't feel like I'm getting on the train. The uh, I don't feel like I'm getting on the bandwagon like a lot of other people because I was on them last year. So, I'm going to stick with the Bills and the AFC. NFC is tough. I, I think – I mean, I, I already ruled out Tampa. I obviously can't be a fraud and take them after hammering them. I think I am going to roll with the – in honor of the Swami, Chris Berman. This was his Super Bowl pick every year in, like, the 80s and 90s. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills against the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. And I'm going to take the Bills – to win it, to finally hoist their first Lombardi Trophy.
0: Okay. Well, I had similar thought process as you. i, I very short into, this, into the point here. I think this is just Buffalo's year. Uh, they've taken their lumps. Kansas City getting, getting the Super Bowl three years in a row is not easy. Um, as good as they are, at some point they've got to have a letdown. I mean, they had to let down last year in the Super Bowl, but like I said, hard to get there every year. Hard to keep beating these same teams every year. As good as they are, they are not. They are not uh, the New England Patriots of old that just dominated. Um, and even those Patriots, you know, lost in a championship game from time to time. Um, I think Buffalo's Buffalo's year. I think um, again, hard to get there back-to-back years. Tampa looking for the impossible with an older quarterback. Uh, They're built to get to the playoffs. Once they get there, it's a toss-up. We saw Brady in the playoffs last year more of a game manager than anything, right? He's not dominant Brady. You know, he'll put up some points in a regular season, but push comes to shove. You're in those tight games. He's not going to be slinging all over the place. You're going to be relying on everybody else in that team. You're just relying on him getting the ball to them. Um, He'll have them believing but well, I don't think they get back back to back years uh i i'm gonna go with green bay here i it's they they've been knocking on the door for a couple of years maybe Rodgers' uh, roger's last stand um you know some bad feelings after last year's uh decision at the end of uh n f c championship game uh and m- maybe it's the motivation he needs you know we we i've, I've called him a diva i have said to him. Uh, I've said that, you know, he's not all in on football. He's doing the Jeopardy thing. Um, but once he's on the field, he's done nothing but prove that he's a football player and an all-time great quarterback. You know, it t- NFC's a toss-up. Let, let me let me ride with Green Bay. This is their year to get there, and Buffalo takes them down. I think Buffalo wins it all, too.
1: All right. There it is. Those are the Super Bowl picks. Sunday pour.
0: There you go. All right. Well, I think that's a show, it? I think, I you think got, that's it. You got a plane to catch tomorrow. Hope you have a good time. Safe flight. Uh, yeah. What are you drinking on the plane tomorrow?
1: I don't know. Whatever they got. It's an early – it's a real early flight, so we'll see whatever um uh, offered. Oh,
0: bloodies. Bloodies would be nice. A little mimosa yeah. maybe. <laughs> How long of a flight is it? It's like four and a half. Oh, you can do a little damage on the, on the plane. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, enjoy my man. Well, uh, when are you back on the air?
1: Uh, maybe I mean, I land Tuesday night, I probably wouldn't be able to go until Wednesday, though. To, uh, Tuesday, on Tuesday, be pushing
0: it. Yeah, we won't do Tuesday, I won't make it do that. <laughs> unless
1: Tues, Tuesday, gonna, we'll be pushing it,
0: unless something we got to talk about happens, we'll see. Uh, yeah, right, we'll shoot. we could, We could probably do this third, we could probably just do the Thursday show then next week, uh, just get back on schedule. We've been a little bit off so. Uh, we'll shoot for Thursday night football. Giants. Well, Giants, Washington? Who oh, they got? I think is it's that point. who it is? I think it's Washington. I'm not sure. But, yeah, Giants are on Thursday night, so uh, we could just plan for that. Yeah. Right. Giants, Washington, September 16th. We'll be there. All right. Uh, thanks, for everybody, for listening and spending time here with us at Sunday pour. We'll be back here next week. Uh, and-
1: Yep, see you guys uh, later on in the week next week. Until then, enjoy uh, week one,
0: football. All right. Well, the good news is that not only did the Yanks lose again, but uh, Chapman came out and gave up a dinger just uh, for good measure.
1: Yeah, he was throwing balls to backstops and shit. (laughs) Should have fucking traded that guy. I would have loved to have seen that guy ruin someone else's pen and race. <laughs> hey,
0: when does uh, Yahoo send the email for like your uh, your? They give you like the rundown. Oh, here it is. I already got it. Nice. They gave it to
1: you right away. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. I didn't see it. I didn't see it right away. Right away. But it, yeah, it came about 20 minutes after. That's pretty good.
1: Rank everyone's draft you A got, through F.
0: Yeah, I got a B minus. Look at me. Uh, I got, like,
1: a C last night, I think. The fuck do they know? Nah, I've, I've never gotten above a C on my Yahoo draft, I don't think.
0: Yeah. I like this. I picked a tight end late, and like, you became the last manager in the league to draft a tight end. Um, except I had my fucking keeper as a tight end, dickhead.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I just drafted it, like a wide receiver every late round. I just kept, I have like seven wide receivers hoping I strike oil on one.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's the draft grades. There's one a minus a bunch of B's one B minus me. And then a C plus and two C's. I mean, that's not real. You know, two C's. Yes. Wow. One is another radio personality. <laughs> you got to see. And I don't know who the other guy is. Well there you go. Uh, this isn't a great rundown. You guys didn't do a great job. Whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Fuck do they know? Um Still better than I did in school. So there's that.
1: It's <laughs> a positive.
0: Yeah. Uh, Hang on a second. Brother Boatload sent me a video. Oh, no. It's just a Tony Soprano. Good afternoon. Uh, my
1: name is Dominic, and I'm an alcoholic and an addict. Don't forget
0: scumbag.
1: <laughs> there you have
0: it. <laughs> I just watched this one last week. Intervention. Yeah.
1: Jason Hayward, three-run walk-off home run tonight. Wow. World World Series hero, Jason Hayward. (laughs) Yeah, geez.
0: Yeah, so you tune out. You go on vacation. You tune out completely from sports. Not going to be – I mean, there's no reason to watch the Yankees.
1: I mean, I don't think I'd be able to. I'll just get updates on my phone. Yeah. That's really it. And then football on Sunday, I will try and get to a TV 4 o'clock for Dolphins-Patriots.
0: That's it. That's all you want to see is – yeah, that's – you just can try and find your team, and that's it.
1: That's – yeah, if you're, on, if you're out of the country, you're uh, – I mean, how the hell? Did I, what did the hell did they put on for local? I mean, the dolphins are closest to Aruba, right? Closest to the equator. <laughs> Maybe they have to the I don't even know. Well, that I do have a bar scouted out for the package. I'd rather stay on my resort though.
0: Oh yeah, I would to stay in the resort, man. I'd definitely
1: rather stay in the resort than go to like some football bar. Hang out with a bunch of tourists. I'd rather hang out with the tourists on my resort.
0: Yeah. Um, Plus, it's
1: free, free booth on my resort. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's no reason to leave the resort. What, what's your other four o'clock games? You got Cleveland. Giants, Phoenix, Broncos. Uh, Cleveland, KC. No, Giants, Broncos. Cleveland, KC. Oh, Cleveland, KC. Won, is, I think. Oh, uh, maybe it's should, four. No, it is four because you know what? I just want to get the list. Giants show up first. All right. Before I write it down, they, but they show up first on my. Uh, so, oh, yeah, yeah so the, the,
1: the Dolphins are head-to-head on CBS. The only other CBS game is Browns Chiefs, so it depends which one they have on. I might, I might get screwed. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure something out, even if, even if I get to a TV for a second half.
0: Yeah, it's worth it. I'm going to find it.
1: I mean, I'm going to find a TV. I'm going to watch a lot of football, probably. (laughs) (laughs) It's a spirit. Give me an outdoor TV or something. Come on. You got to cater. It's a resort. You got to cater. It's week one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Give me something. Know your your customer. Give me Jets Panthers.
1: I don't care. Give me Jets Panthers at one o'clock when I'm in the pool. A TV I could see from the pool. Be
0: beautiful. That would be pretty sweet. Football, like in tropical weather, is weird, but awesome.
1: I feel like it plays week one, though.
0: Oh, yeah. It it's fits right in with the, the feel of week one, for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: All right. Well, safe trip, safe flight. Have a good time, man. All right, will do. Same to the misses, and uh, talk to you get back, all right?
1: Yeah, be back. Be all back right. in action in a week.
0: All right. You're not te- you're not texting from down there. No no uh, international fees or rates or whatever. Yet? Yeah, just throw it into the just throw it into the drawer with the. I box. have
1: WhatsApp downloaded for emergencies. That's it. All right. Yeah. As long as I can get on fantasy, that's it. That's all you need.
0: All right. Have fun. Right. Man. I'll talk to you. Right, that's it.